Wait, did white. you finish in the peanut butter? No, I don't think so. That's another thing. But like, even if you don't finish, like it still has had penile contact. I mean, have you tried like a, a can of sardines or like a... No. Like a molasses? <laughs> a can, can of sardines. What was that Reddit Jemima syrup? That, was, it, was it a watermelon? Well, that makes more sense. Yeah, you cut a Don't you remember that the... like famous Reddit post about the guy? It's like tiny. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. We have lots to cover today, including camgirl pricing, being emasculated by an amazing vibrator, sleeping while inside a woman, eye contact during blowjobs, and much more. I am Keith. I just returned from the dentist, and I am happy to report that I'm still cavity-free. My co-host is Mike. And Mike, how many hours has it been since you last ate a calorie? Oh, um, 40, 50, maybe 40 something. So you're on, you're, you're in your, your second day or third, third day here of not eating. No, no. Second, second. It's, you know, cause you count the night after you. Yeah. Eat. Okay. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's not the world's most comfortable thing. Uh, the most annoying thing about fasting actually, and I don't know. So I've read two different, differing things on this. One thing people say is that when you when you fast, you make yourself burn obligatorily burn fat, which then the fat contains hormones, chemicals, stuff, detritus. Yeah, and you can sort of feel crappy. Uh, the other argument is no, you just feel crappy because you're hungry. Uh, but I've experienced. I'm not right now experiencing this, but I have experienced uh, in doing fasting, like just headaches and body yeah. aches and stuff before. So that's always yeah. annoying. All right, and you're going to eat breakfast tomorrow, right? That's the plan here. That's the plan. Yeah, I'll probably wake up at four. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, best of luck with that insanity. I mentioned the cavity thing because neither of us have had a cavity ever, right? I had a cavity in a baby tooth. Uh, it was filled uh, in rural Virginia uh-huh. by a dentist who did not use Novocaine. <clears throat> this Ooh. is true. And I remember it. I remember it. I, I, yeah, I, I think there used to be some notion that they had Novocaine. I'm not that old, but, uh, I don't know if anybody's that old, but, uh, they had some notion that it was unsafe for children. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that what's more unsafe for children is the memory of someone drilling your tooth without Novocaine, because I do <laughs> still very much remember that. So anyway, that tooth fell out. And so now I too have no, I'm able to chew aluminum foil with the out discomfort. I didn't even know they filled cavities in baby teeth. Like who cares? Yeah, they have to, they have to, yeah. They break down otherwise. uh, Yeah. It's the, the truth, the tooth will like decompose. And I mean, you do need it for a certain period of time. I do remember that tooth coming out and like the little gray filling in it. Right. But they did. Yeah. They need to, because like more damage can happen. Okay. All right. Well, Novocaine was introduced in 1905, if anybody cares. Okay, uh, so nobody's that old. Yeah. So we haven't talked. <laughs> I have another non-sex and relationships related thing here, which is an email that we received that was a bit pedantic, which is catnip for me. So I'm going to read it. Uh, this person says, big fan of the podcast, been listening 
a lot, blah, 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 blah. I've noticed that during each podcast, both Mike and Keith use the word compelling somewhere between six and 16 times. Hmm. I study speech patterns and the use of certain words by region. Is this a tech sector word, a Northern California word, a common word between you guys? Uh, he's goes on to say, Keith also heavily uses the phrase, we do not need to litigate this any further as a method of cutting off and shutting Mike down. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, Mike, do you feel like I don't validate and respect your opinions? No, I do not feel that. We don't need it's to litigate fine. this any further. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I definitely do use that as a segue, I, I guess, guilty as charged. And I think, I think this... Pr- I, I think we've had other people complain about our overuse of the word compelling. It might be the case. I, I wanted to, um, I thought it was interesting. This person mentioned the regional thing in terms of it being from a certain part of the country. Keith, what word do you use to describe the footwear that is worn during athletic activities? Oh, most naturally. I mean, answer quickly. Yeah, well, I'm I'm paralyzed because I don't actually. I mean, I'm all I ever do is talk about running shoes, and so, but that's not that's not what you're looking for here. I think I would say tennis shoes. Okay, so it turns out there that you people can look this up. There's an article from I think it was the New York Times several years ago about this, and this is a term that has extreme regional variation. Okay. Tennis shoes, I don't know where that's from, but it turns out that Keith and I are actually originally from the same state, yeah, uh, a small Midwestern state, uh, Ohio. Uh, I'm from the better part, which is in the South area. Yeah, He's from the worst part, which is the North. Matter of some con- contention. Right. And where I'm from, the term that's used is gym shoes. Ah. And it turns out that that term is extremely localized to the Cincinnati area to the point where you can, yeah, you basically can tell that someone's from like the, a small circle around there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's used in Northern Ohio. I do know that in California sneakers is more typical. Yeah. Um, but and people can look up, there's this map and it's sort of interesting. Um, and, yeah. and you can, so, so it is true that you can, it's possible that people in Northern California use compelling, uh, we're, a, I think sometimes using it to, to mean a woman is attractive. Right. Yeah. Like what is the word that we should use to describe something that's sexually interesting that that's that's what i use compelling for most of the time i think arousing i had a girlfriend once who would call somebody if she was being sort of catty would call somebody interesting to mean that there's something wrong with them Uh uh-huh so people have these all right um let's start talking about sex so this guy did wrap up with keith just admit you want to try pegging already <laughs> some uh, handicapping here. Odds he wants to try it. Uh, Fifty-five point nine percent odds. Mike has tried it. Thirty-eight point seven percent. Brutal. Odds either will admit it. One in two thousand. This, uh, yeah, uh, the, I'm. Well, yeah, the the either one would admit it. I think is the key, and I've made this point before on the podcast that there are some things that people don't wouldn't admit, probably even if it was true. Um, so yeah, we'll probably never know. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to try pegging, but of course somebody who is afraid to admit that they wanted to try pegging would say that they didn't want exactly. to try pegging. So we're just, you in have, side. you have admitted there are various acts that you've said you would do for money or yeah. for the opportunity to have sex with an incredibly beautiful woman. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, and I think those involved, I think pegging is one of them. And one of them is uh, like things, male, male, gay, homosexual stuff. Also. Sure. I mean, I, I would do anything for the proper reward. There you go. So. You're, you're, and, and anybody who says they w- wouldn't like aren't thinking clearly. That's right. I mean, I, I yeah, that's right. I think I, 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 I agree with that. It's a, yeah. just a question of what the reward is. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, I had an interesting date on Friday. Yes. Um, it was a third date. Hmm. And uh, I'm not sure how much I want to say about this person. We have not slept with each other. In fact. Oh, well, that makes the date more boring. Had or have not? We have not. We, we had not and okay. still have not. Uh, right. And I'm not. I'm not convinced there's going to be a fourth date. I, is she a listener? No. but Because a lot of times, listeners don't know this, a lot of times Keith actually, uh, or in the past at least, would tell uh, new um, partners about the podcast. And I think generally it's been a positive. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, it... <laughs> It's tricky because uh, almost nobody wants to have their, um, you know, dirty laundry aired out on the podcast. And so I do often have that concern expressed. People are like, like, oh, this isn't going to be on the podcast, is it? Yeah. And And you have people that have voraciously consumed like every episode. I have. I don't think, do you think that I have like buried anybody by saying something like really mean about them or like, no. I think I, I think I'm as fair as possible and I really don't report current events on the podcast very often. So this is going to be uh, an unusual move for me. Now, the only person that you're burying, I think is yourself. And that's because you, you are so honest, uh, so psychologically nude on the podcast, mm. as it were, that women can get a lot of context about you. And right. I think that has been a negative before, not always, but I think it, that has caused you. Yeah, trouble. I think so. I think so. I mean, so anyway, yeah. So let's, let's hear about this, uh, yeah, lady okay. that you've right. not yet, uh, uh, gotten to home plate with. Right, 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 right. So, uh, yeah, we go on the date, we go out to dinner and then after dinner, she suggested we go for, we go to a bar for, I guess, more drinks. And I didn't really want to. How did you, how did you meet this woman? Uh, I met her on a online dating. The, the thing I want to know is whether it was uh, like Hinge, Bumble, uh, Tinder, or Seeking. And I'm allowed to mention Seeking now because we, we've done our four episodes without any mentions of it. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't want to mention that. Okay. All right. Let's go on. Um, so we uh, then go to... Yeah, we go to a bar and she suggests we go to this party. So I didn't really want to go to the bar because I needed to run 15 miles the next morning Hmm. at 7 a.m. And uh, being hungover makes that particularly painful. And I really didn't want to go to this party, but uh, there are some things about her that implied that a party that she goes to could be pretty interesting. So I decided you're only middle-aged once. Uh, let's go. <laughs> so I went and it's in this house on, well, it's up in one of the nice hills in San Francisco. 
And I looked it up on Zillow. It's like a 12 or $13 million home. And I would say there were about 50 people there. And they were all behaving sort of bizarrely. Uh, and I initially thought, okay, these people must be drunk or uh, yeah, maybe something else, but I didn't quite understand. And then I sort of later came to find out that they were all on ketamine. Uh, okay. How much do you know about ketamine? I bet you know more about ketamine than I do. Um. <clears throat> Are you asking me to say what I know or just yeah, give a rating? Yeah, I mean, um, I actually, I, I've been meaning to look it up since, but I, I still haven't. Yeah, I mean, ketamine's used in anesthesia and it's also used as a treatment for some, or I mean, it's it's some it's somewhat novel treatment for things like depression, uh, anxiety. Um, it puts you into some sort of weird altered state. Um but my understanding is it's a more it's it's not really like a hallucinatory alternate state exactly it's more sort of chill than that um yeah. but that being said i've read reports of people who did it and had really bad experiences so i think like anything in, in that realm it can also be pretty, right. pretty negative yeah i mean i've been conceptually interested in various psychedelics is it considered a psychedelic i don't know the answer to that probably okay. i've been interested in psychedelics and or ketamine for a while, but I am sort of afraid of the various possible downside risks, so I still haven't tried. But anyway, it was <laughs> interesting to see all of these people behaving in this way. So that yeah, they were they were friendly, but sort of like disassociated. Like they Yeah, they weren't able to like sort of fully engaged. It was it was odd. Given uh, the value of this house, it does sound like you could have done some good robbing. Yeah, there was a grand piano and well, some guy who was, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, I didn't look around. I should have at least thought of that and then like looked around to see if there was, you know, a trophy yeah. to take. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I was not entirely sober myself. Uh, and then I was talking to some man who turned out to be a fairly famous DJ from the late 90s, early 2000s. I don't want to say who it was. It wasn't Moby, but it was someone like on that tier. Um, okay. That was sort of interesting. And then there was a, a hot tub upstairs and everyone took their clothes off and went in there. That was Naked? Yeah. Completely okay. naked. Um, did you participate in that? I did. I did. Okay. This sounds like an orgy situation. So you were in there with a bunch of naked, was it all men, all women mixed? I, there were three women and two men. Including you? Yeah. Okay. Did what uh, was, I mean, did anything interesting happen in the hot tub? No, just hmm. me feeling sort of amazed and overwhelmed. It had like, the hot tub has this view of the Golden Gate Bridge and Alcatraz Island and mm -hmm. Yeah, it just was. It felt like I was in. It's not. It wasn't like a music video. Like most of the people were in their like late twenties and thirties and early forties. Okay. Um, I was talking to some guy who claimed he had personally spoken with Xi Jinping. It's the okay leader of China. It was just I don't know. It was a strange experience, but I was pleased. Like one of the one of the reasons why I was compelled to to date this woman is she seemed like the kind of person who went to very interesting parties, and 
uh, yeah, I can now now validate that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, this is the. I think you're you're getting exposure to the the roaring twenties of the twenty uh, first century. The well, it's a different era, but it's sort of our current gilded age. People, uh, people doing that have you know, they're just, just yeah. Uh, it yeah, it felt like this sort of. Uh, I don't know. It got like a little vignette into the lifestyle of the rich and famous. And um, yeah, it was just sort of interesting to see. I didn't know that sort of casual ketamine use was a thing. I didn't either. Um, I Yeah. I mean, maybe they're not taking that much. I would think that if you took a substantial dose, it would kind of incapacitate you. Yeah. They were, I think they were snorting it. They were snorting it. I saw a couple of people doing it. And okay. it seemed like small amounts, but I, I have no, I don't know what yeah, the you can't know. ketamine is. I have no idea. Yeah. So, you can't know from the amount they're, they're snorting. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, I don't know if that story was that interesting. Let's move on. Um, you found this menu of prices from a cam girl, which I think yeah. could uh, inspire a sort of interesting conversation here. Now we'll provide the link to this in the show notes, of course, but uh, first of all, some of the vocabulary on here is foreign to me. And then also the denominator is confusing. So the prices are all listed in what I assume are, they must be tokens. They are. And typically, typically the way these sites work is a token costs the viewer 10 cents, uh, and the cam girl receives five cents. So the site okay. takes half of it. That's, that's typical. I mean, not every site's a little different, but All right. So we divide by, by 20 to get, to get dollars. To get how much they're getting, but divide by 10 to get how much the person's paying. Yeah. Right. But okay. these are, these are not insubstantial amounts of money. I mean, there are things on this list that go up to, I mean, there's a couple that are kind of scribbled in at the end that are five and 6,000 tokens. That's right. That's a lot of money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so all right, so let, let's 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 start from the top here. So, the first thing on the item is like what you see. What yeah. what, what does that mean? Um, I uh, not sure. Okay, all right. The I next one are is basically like thing things. I think this might be her saying, "Do you like what you see?" It's ridiculous, right? It's like, and, and that one is worth. Uh, Two dollars, yeah, kind of expensive already. Two dollars, yeah. And then there's song request. <laughs> Who cares yeah. what the music is in the background of the girl you're jerking off to is? But I guess you can you can do that. Oh, right. that I think that area I think you're mistaken because I, I don't think that the main value proposition here for guys is the specific thing the woman's doing. It's uh, getting her attention. Her attentions is focused on the guy who gave the money. Right? I and see. Guys fetishize, especially if she's much more attractive or uh, inaccessible, unattainable for you. What was that song that you used to like to impose on people? Oh, uh, Rebecca I, Black's Fridays. Friday. Yes. Friday? Yeah, that, that's that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Um, yeah, that would be a okay. good song. She'd just refuse. She'll suck her fingers for six dollars. Yeah. She'll stand up, show her outfit for seven dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she'll pinch her nipples for nine dollars. Right, which she's presumably clothed. Yeah, she'll do it's a unclear. 
a feet flash for ten dollars. That's a that's a really common one. I'm always surprised. I mean, there's yeah, there, there there's this very vocal sub community of foot fetishists. That's frankly, I find irritating because I'm not interested in that at all. Yeah, I would be sort of interested to talk to a foot fetishist to understand what's going on there. But I mean, they they very frequently. Uh, content will have to have a foot section, which um, I don't, I'll tell you, I don't like that because it just makes it so obvious that it's not in any way amateur. Right. You know, it's like, look, I know women are typically, are just like, why, why am I doing this? Uh, That the foot, like giving a guy a foot job. And the other thing that's like mostly shows that it's not at all amateur is the, uh, um, I'm trying to think of what you call it. Like the, the thing where he has sex with her breasts. Titty fucking. Yeah, titty fucking. That's the term. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Lost my words there. I'm here for you. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like, that next one doesn't make sense. That can't be the right price for that. The next one, one says doggy with eye contact, also for $10. I think that's just she gets into the doggy position and gives eye uh, contact. I see. You must be right. Okay. Are, yeah, right. I mean, these are ultimately kind of stupid, right? Yeah. All right. So she'll spank her ass for $11. And then, all right, she'll lick her armpits for $13. That's another kind of weird fetishy thing. But I mean, I think, the, so notice the jump from licking armpits for 13 to what we get for $2 and $28. 28 that's very expensive, but okay. $28, we get naked jumping jacks. That, depending on- Yeah, know, depending I mean, I, on- I could see paying for that, depending. Depending on her assets. $28 yeah. though, like, I mean- for $28, you could buy yeah. how much is Pornhub premium? Probably that's getting you more than a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh put on sneakers for $33? That must there must that must be a euphemism for something that I don't understand. I don't think so. I think it's a foot fetish thing. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Fingers and ass is $44. So I mean it's, it's, it's escalating quickly, right? It's right, like you could right, pay right. You could pay $10 for her to shake her ass at you, or you could pay $44 and she puts her fingers up her butt. Right. So, I mean, sort right. of the choice is clear to me. Glass dildo in ass for $66. I'm not sure. what. How would, which would you pick between fingers and glass dildo? Well, uh, fingers is, is, 50, is 33% off. So <laughs> It's true. I feel like fingers is more. I guess the glass dildo you can actually maybe see up her butt. But I'm not sure what you would see. Oh, in there. the glass is, is less occluding. So uh, let's jump to this. So I mean, like she has yeah, a right, thing. Yeah, let's get to the end here. For, right. for six hundred dollars, she'll shave her 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 vagina in front. Yeah, of her. that's you know, I mean, that, that's a lot very expensive, but uh, not not. And then she has sort of written in with no price. Take the D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it almost looks like she was considering not putting that on there but yeah there is no price so who knows right. and, and what whose is the d yeah exactly i have a meta comment about this in general like i find yeah. the approach here irritating i and i think it misunderstands like the um conversation that i talked about from isla girl mm-hmm. uh, where she's done a lot of camming i think is relevant um I just think that I, I think that these women are completely, I think that doing this, going, going with this approach is completely missing the mark. Uh, I think that, and this is what Isla girl, I think she would confirm this with what she said, that it is much, much, much more effective for a cam girl to 
instead of being passive and having like this kind of menu for her to appear super engaged and be like, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Now. I'm going to, you know, and then, yeah, I mean, there, you have to ask for tips. Like there has to be some way to, to exhort tips out of people. Although I think you can do private shows also where you have to pay to see whatever's coming next. So you could do that. You can mix that in. Um, anyway. Yeah. I just think that she's, uh, I think that this general approach is wrong. And, and the reason I think that's notable is that I think it's like 99% of cam girls use this approach, this passive approach. And I think that just some analog to the, um, to like a, a, a coding boot camp for cam yeah. girls could huh. really up the, the game of like a set of cam yeah. girls. I, I mean, yeah. maybe, I think it's Ayla girl, by the way, not Isla, but I think that. I think I got it from what she called herself on the podcast, but maybe. I mean, I listened to it too, and she called her Ayla. Damn it. She called herself right. Ayla. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, she talked extensively about being sort of like proactive and a, and a bit dominant, and exactly, you know that that's sort of a reverse role for like you know maybe what men are looking for once they're in the bedroom. But yeah, for content creation, I think uh, you just it's- have to be. You have to be more active. I wonder, I mean, no. uh, yeah, I, there aren't ways. That, I think there are are companies that you can pay that will manage an OnlyFans account for you. So presumably they'll send you an email every morning and they'll say, take these four pictures and we'll, and then we'll, we'll handle the rest. I don't know if there is a similar thing for cam girling. There probably isn't just because it's harder. And I think it doesn't, pay as well as being a high market OnlyFans. You think gal. there'd be an overlap though? I mean, uh, yeah. isn't, yeah. I mean, you, if you're doing camming, you, you should be able to transition men over to the OnlyFans site. And I just, I, I just think it's interesting that they just, yeah, the, the whole tip menu thing, I think is just a complete misunderstanding. It's, it's completely passive. You're waiting for guys to come in and do something. And they misunderstand that like a guy wants you to, it, it immediately makes you seem that not that interested. It's like, Oh, pay me, pay me to make me do this thing. Cause I don't really want to do it. That's not right. the fantasy. The fantasy right. is, Oh, I, I want to stick the glass dildo. Up my oh, I got this new glass dildo. I'm going to try it. Right. That's like the f- fantasy. Yeah. So. Yeah. I look, I don't know what the, what the proper sales techniques are, but the thing that like, is so striking about uh, Ayla is that she, you can tell she's like put some mind to it and she's sort of AB tested various strategies and like paid attention to what seems to get a rise out of folks. Right. And, you know, she even expressed that she's, yeah, she feels like she hasn't spent that much time thinking about it and that it's really easy for her to have the like number one gone wild Reddit post of all right. time without really even thinking about it that much was sort of surprising to her. And that, I mean, now that I know that's true, I guess it's not surprising. It makes sense. There just aren't super creative people in this area, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's that the people that are, would be good at this are off doing something that's not porn sex. Maybe, which but is I sort mean, of too bad. It, yeah. Well, and it implies some opportunity because, Yes. Didn't she say she was making like over a hundred thousand dollars a month at one point? Like, I th- yes. <laughs> this is a serious career if you do it well. 
Um, yeah, and I mean, and I think that she could easily manage the stable of other women and sort of like coach I them up to, to do the right set of things. Like, I, I, I just think that like it requires it probably requires genuine training. You'd have to learn to like get over whatever obstacles, mental obstacles sure. you have. I think, yeah. and yeah, like probably some of the stuff would make you know the majority of women uncomfortable, but for those that it doesn't, I think it's sort of a right lucrative uh, career. All right, let's move on. Um, this person says, I used sex toys with my girlfriend for the first time and it was amazing. Recently, I, 23-year-old male, was at her, she's a 25-year-old female, place, and I guess she forgot to store away her sex toys because when I entered her room, she started panicking. There were vibrators, dildos, plugs, etc., all sitting on top of her drawers. I knew she was using a magic wand, but this felt like the back room of Spencer's. I asked her about the other toys she had, how they worked, and if she'd be down to show me how she used it on herself, she was comfortable with it. I guess she was either turned on by me asking or embarrassed because she turned bright red. Still, she showed me. She used an anal plug and explained that it enhanced her pleasure from sex or when she masturbates. The real kicker, though, was the clit-sucking vibrator she had. Mm, yeah, yeah. Her reaction to her reactions to her using them on her clit were incredible. She kept squirming, moaning, and orgasmed pretty intensely. But the best part, she came in three minutes. Uh decide if I want to read the rest of this. Yeah, I'll read the rest. When I saw that, I eagerly suggested that we should incorporate them in the bedroom if it makes her come that easily. Though apparently, she mentioned that it would that I would probably be turned off by it because her past partners, and most guys in general, feel insufficient when toys are used in bed. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he talks about how it's basically a literal fucking cheat code. I was able to make her come over six times in just half an hour. Um, so, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is there's this feels like a slope toward something that could be problematic, but initially might be kind of nice. Like, yeah, if there, if there were basically a button on your partner that could make them orgasm, would you want to have that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think that, let's see, imply that, that, like a, a hidden hypothesis behind that is the notion that that I'm having trouble. It, it, she's having trouble getting there or something. Maybe not. Maybe there's a reliable way, but it you know takes twelve minutes. Okay. Um, let's see. I think my answer. I think my answer <laughs> would be something like I don't care. It doesn't matter. Then okay, if it took you know an hour and a half. Then yeah, right. I mean, there becomes like a time management constraint. But I think, in general, if you sequence the situation properly, the ten minutes or whatever time frame you said is not like wasted from the guy's perspective. I mean, you're still yeah, it's fun. enjoying yourself, right? Yeah. And so if you just push this button, and so I mean, I, I actually think that's like one of the problems with this is that it's like, yeah, it can make it go really quickly. And also, I think there's definitely the as we've mentioned, but failed to get into pop culture, the female equivalent of male death grip called white claw, right? which can happen from overuse of vibrators. And then basically they have difficulty orgasming any other way. So there's certainly that risk. And guys uh, are the poster children for this. Um, men require intense yeah. stimulation often. I think so. I would want, I think I would want this button. First of all, you don't have to use okay. it. So it's basically like a break glass in case of emergency. And the problem is, I think the problem for the woman is, yeah, I mean, you, 
yeah, if you if you have some like clit sicking suck sicking clit sucking vibrator that provides stimulation that a man cannot, and your orgasms from it are quick and you know maximally or close to maximally intense, yeah, you're gonna end up with white claw, and that's right. not good. But that's not really my problem. <laughs> I don't, I mean, the truth is like, I, I think most women wouldn't actually wind up with white claw because they don't care as much about reaching orgasm. Like they don't, they don't have the same drive to masturbate as men do. And so I don't think, I think you would, I think it would be somewhat less important, but I think, but that being said, I hear your point about wanting to have the button. I mean, on some level, like there are drugs people can consume that give them intense pleasure pretty quickly, but so there, that button sort of exists, but, uh, yeah, I mean, for the situation where the woman is having difficulty climaxing, yeah, and that that is normal, right? Where it's not, you know. So, so yeah, if you had the ability to do something to get her over the top, I mean, the truth is that like vibrators exist, that button exists, and you know, in a lot of cases, this is the thing: is that I think that there is a set of women, there's a set of situations where the woman uh, physically. She wants to have an orgasm, but she has to, having difficulty doing it. But I think the much more common thing is she just isn't there kind of emotionally. Yeah. And so saying, hey, I can vibrate an orgasm out of you. She's like, yeah, I don't really want that either. Like she's basically having sex with you for your benefit. Uh, she still enjoys it. She enjoys giving you pleasure, but like she doesn't, it, she wouldn't like go up the other room and masturbate. Like, like the situation, uh, let's see, uh, you described to me an encounter before we started recording where you were with a woman and you gave her oral, but then you did not yourself climax. You didn't finish. Yep. Uh, so in that situation, one can imagine a man going into the bathroom and masturbating. I don't think the reverse for women is that common. It could happen, but it's much less common for a guy. It's almost a lock that he's going to need to go do that or want to. He'll really want to, he may not feel empowered to do so. Yeah. Is that what happened to you? Did you have to tough it out? Uh, on that particular evening, yeah, well, I left. So, mm. did you get any uh, after effects of the arousal, the unconsummated where, where arousal, my, where my balls blue tinted? Yes, <laughs> I mean they didn't feel great. Oh, that's really, you know, even after they start hurting, you can beat off, and it helps. Yes, I'm aware, and oh, I did. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Did you do it uh, before or after you got home? Uh, both a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> fair point. Yeah. Um. All right, let's move on. Hmm. I lost. I lost the the question about this uh, eye contact during blowjobs, but I remember it was basically like, oh, I got a blowjob. She made a lot of eye contact. I loved it. Um, and I wanted to ask you, as our resident blowjob lover uh blowjob guy blowjob yeah. receiving lover uh was wait was this the topic about the uh the, where the woman basically responded and said that she enjoys giving them really a lot or is this a different topic i don't remember okay i just i just wanted a <laughs> a way to bring up asking you if you like eye contact during blowjobs oh no i don't uh but that's because i don't like eye contact ever <laughs> uh, it, right. it kind of intimacy is to be avoided at all costs. It, I don't. Uh, 
I think that I mean I think I'm one I think first of all I think I'm not that far off of the norm for men. I think that I'm interested in the woman um being receiving pleasure and so in that sense uh the tr- the kind of porn trope of a woman like rolling her eyes back or something is compelling to me so her eyes can do things that indicate pleasure. But but the thing that when you say eye contact the way that I interpret that is okay. I interpret that as like some sort of soul searching like connection seeking and yeah. I don't I don't want that. That being yeah. said, if the point of the eye contact, it so it depends on the eye. If the point of the eye contact is just to be like submissive, submissive. Like, then yeah, I like that. Sure. Sure if it's like I'm I'm uh uh they're not I don't but I don't want their eyes. I don't want to feel like they're taking anything from me with their eyes like oh, they're looking. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't, I don't you don't want, want them to be getting any affirmation. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I want it to be purely like just a sign okay. of like sub- subservience. Yeah, this makes sense. How do you feel about the like cross-eyed look that you see on photos on Reddit from time to time? Maybe you don't. I don't think you. I don't think you crawl the pictures sure of Reddit like I do. Yeah. Is this a woman who's like supposed to be orgasming or having pleasure or some other? Yeah, it's, they're supposed to be like, you know, so divinely inspired by the pleasure they're receiving that they yeah. can't help from crossing their eyes. Yeah, I mean, that's like the rolling back thing. So the problem I have with that is that it's almost never true. Now, I want to say something, though. Uh-huh. I was watching I was watching a cam girl this morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> Research for the show. I, I uh, What I do is, um, have you ever heard of this? Uh, Jeffrey Tubin, I think was his name, the guy who got caught masturbating. Oh, yes. A, yeah, it's like sorry, a- a news meeting or something, right? Something like that. And I should say purportedly because I haven't, you know, he wasn't convicted of it and I don't, you know, he's a, he's a public Con- what, figure. But what crime would have he committed? I, I just don't want to like, I, I, I wasn't there. I didn't see it, but purportedly, <laughs> purportedly. I he think was, he did it. I don't think that okay. part's controversial. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I like to do that. Uh, but I'm good at muting my camera and microphone. And also I'm smart about like putting an actual physical obstacle Whoa, 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 wait, hold on. Sorry. You like to do that. What is that? Masturbate during Zoom calls? Yes. Yes. What? This feels like... uh, uh, Have you ever done that on a Zoom call with me? No. I don't... Hmm. No, I don't think... No, no, certainly not where I was like interacting. No, this would be like a work call where I'm definitely not going to have to say anything. Uh-huh. And it's just like, look, I have like 30 minutes to an hour that I'm just like on this call. And basically the reason, and this is a common thing in the American workplace, like the reason I'm, or in the America, the new American virtual workplace, the reason I'm there, if it was in the office, I would be sort of sitting there silent. Yeah. Right. Just, uh, you know, receiving information. And the reason I'm there is just so my name shows up. So like the right set of people okay. see my name. Seriously. And so then I will a, simply. That's take, an important mitigating context. Yeah. So I will. Uh, and importantly, I use a physical barrier. So there's yes. no possible way like that a post-it uh, note or electrical tape or something. Uh, typically, like uh, yeah, no, not I, I would typically just use something uh, placed uh, astride or straddling my the the top of my laptop so that like it can't move. If that makes yep. sense. So that way, I don't have to actually physically tape something. Hmm. A post-it note could fall. I can't. It's too risky. <laughs> anyway, um, so I, this might have been in this context. I'm not sure. I was just trying to defend why I was watching a cam girl in the morning. Yeah. Anyway, she had a real orgasm. Long-winded way of saying that she uh, she really wow. did. I, Stop I, I the believe press. I know, really unusual for me. Um, and the reason she had a it's to harken back to our previous topic. She had a vibrator. She she was really working. She had a vibrator, a dildo that she was sort of working a bit, and then something up her butt. Hmm. And she, yeah, she very. It was very clearly real. I was looking for those anal contractions and so forth. And uh-huh. she 
signed off soon thereafter. Um, I did not notice whether her eyes rolled back, but like that stuff is compelling to me. But typically the eye weirdness that a model does is just performative. And yeah. I, and so I, I dislike it because I know that. Okay. I want, I want authenticity, but no connection. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, I mean, it, it, it I think varies. an autistic girlfriend would be perfect, right? Like, well, I think for your <laughs> predilections, yeah, it could yeah. be. <laughs> or maybe an AI. AI would be good. Uh, yeah, AIs are very. Well, an AI would earnest. be trained. So, like, yeah, I don't know if you'd have to give it input or if it could just observe, but it would, it would know whether it's doing a good job or not, and then it By would the way, adjust I've, for future I've sessions. Actually, I've integrated uh, ChatGPT into my work for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm looking through various topics of stuff and I want to know if something's sex or relationship related, I'm able to paste in, like say a list of a hundred things and say, tell me if any of these are sex or relationship related. And it does. It. Yeah. I mean, cool. yeah. Chat GPT is amazing. It's yeah. And the, the new one is coming out very soon. I'm looking forward to that. I signed up for the beta. Have you signed up? No, I it, should for the Bing beta. You may as well. Oh, the Bing beta I have. You do? Yes. Oh, okay. Let's talk offline about that. Sure. Um, okay. This person says, watching movies slash sleeping with him inside of me. Mm. Recently, I was watching a movie with my boyfriend and was feeling horny, but instead of asking him to fuck me, he put his dick inside and we watched the rest of the movie that way. It felt so good even when he did not thrust. He came from just being inside of me. I'm now obsessed with doing this, but was wondering if there's any hygiene issues in his dick being inside me for so long. So yeah, there's some questions here. Like she's, she uses the term so long and coming from just being inside of me. And we watched the rest of the movie. So we have some hints about how much time is going by here, but uh, I don't yeah. think this is a thing. I think he's just basically figured out a way to gaslight her into always being inside of her. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, I would note that this would uh, be very frightening to the members of the Latter-day Saints Church who uh, participate in so-called soaking, which is a thing where they believe, some of them believe that it's not sex if you simply put the penis inside and don't thrust. This would be frightening to them because here's somebody having an orgasm doing that. From soaking. Pregnancy risk from soaking should uh-huh. be low, but here it's, it's high. What is, the, what is the point of soaking? Oh, to not violate the strictures around having premarital sex. So the notion is if you're not thrusting for some reason, I, I'm not sure where in the Bible or Book of Mormon or whatever it says that thrusting is required for, for it to become sex, but apparently- that, We've, we've had conversations about what constitutes a thrust in the past. Now, to, to insert the penis it has to be- So yeah, we've discussed whether a thrust is- one way, you know, in and out, is that one thrust or is the motion of just going in, is that a thrust and then out is another thrust? So there does have to be thrusts. an out for every in, obviously. Yes. So they have to come unless in pairs. You, unless you die mid-coitus. That's the only way you right. could have then, a... Then, you're, then you've had a, a half a thrust in, in a necrophiliac sense. Right. Yeah. Um, or if you were somehow born with your penis inside something. <laughs> you actually, everybody, everybody's born with their penis inside a vagina, ironically. Oh, fair point, Mike. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Every, so every you man- come out with a, with a half thrust. That's true. Every man removed. has- That's right. Every man has a half a thrust. You never- <laughs> That's right. So the reason men want to get inside so much, well, this is like a 
standard joke, right? So you can you can even that out. Right. Uh, so yeah, my, the first thing I thought when I heard this question was what position were they in? Because most positions would not be amenable to watching the movie. Yeah. And the position that came to my mind was sort of her sitting on a couch and him kind of lying. I, I'm actually not sure. Like I was imagining kind of lying under her so he can sort I have of a vision. Okay, let's hear it. I think they're, yeah, I think they're on a couch. Um, his, she's in front of him facing the television and he's behind her. They're probably on their side and he just is sort of penetrating her from behind. So he has kind of a long penis or he's kind of scrunched down or something so he can do that kind of penetration. It'd be a little tricky. I guess. I don't think it's that tricky. Are her legs bent? Uh, at the waist or not maybe imagine her like just sort of curled up in the fetal position on a bed oh, and like then that. he just slides in behind her hmm, okay okay and so they're both sideways they're both watching the movie sideways yeah like they can't like the, the tv unless they turn the tv sideways they're watching kind of yeah I, you're aware of this the eye like basically adjusts pretty quickly to context know, it's like that still annoying but yeah yes yeah not ideal but you do okay. get the benefit of <laughs> Pink inside somebody. So I had a, I had a girlfriend in college who wanted to uh, fall asleep with my cock in her mouth. In her mouth? Yeah. Doesn't that incur some risk to you? Like, what if she grinds her teeth? <laughs> I didn't think of that. Nothing <laughs> happened. It was boring. It was like uninteresting. It just it just meant that she was sort of lower down in the bed. It was in that sense, it was nice. Like it was as if I was alone, but with a mouth on my cock. Right. 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 Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I think. I, I, still, I still don't get how he nutted. Like that's strange. Well, I mean, the reality is, I think he was just trying to gaslight her into having sex and he was probably doing, you know, micro or, or milli movements here that she wasn't really perceiving, but he was. Hmm. He was just trying to get himself off. I mean, but there's usually like kind of, I mean, there's the, you know, the, the four stages of arousal. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a point where I mean, you have to kind of build yourself up to orgasm. Men don't, men also don't really have that button that makes you come. And so, I mean, he'd have to, I feel like there, I feel like that's not right. Like, do you think, okay, let's ask it this way. Let's say that a woman asked you to do this. Do you mm-hmm. think that you could say, Look, I'm going to insert it and I'm only allowed to do micro movement. But, you know, so she thinks essentially you're not moving. Do you think that like if you set a clock and you said, okay, between minute 22 and 27, you have to nut? Do you think you could? Um, all right. Let's get scientific about this. I think that <laughs> basically if I'm able to do enough movements to maintain my erection, Okay. Leading up to leading up to that minute twenty two, that I could. What am I allowed to do between minutes twenty two and twenty seven? The same my, thing. I mean, you're 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 soaking basically with no, some amount of no. Yeah, at you, some point, I need more aggressive stimulation. That's right. So I think that I think that this is she's covering for the fact that like at some point they just started fucking. He might not know. She might not know. Like this whole thing, I think she's been misled uh, about. Maybe he was masturbating himself with his hand wall anyway yeah yeah why do you think why do you think she's being misled i mean she doesn't sound upset about it no she doesn't in fact didn't she say something like i am now obsessed with doing this but was wondering if there's any hygiene issue in his dick being inside her for so long 
Oh, right. No, of course not. I'm obsessed with doing it to her too. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we should I, I find her. Yeah. I'm sure her RIP her inbox already. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to this uh, engorged clit. Um, mm, nice. This is a long one and I'm not sure when I should stop. I haven't read all of this. I think you have. So why don't you stop me when you think a good time is and I'll, I'll okay. let go. All right. Just had my first G-spot orgasm last night. Here's what I learned. Disclaimer. This is just my experience. I understand everybody. I'm not reading that. So to preface, I'd like to say I'm a clit girl through and through, and I've honestly never felt like I was missing out on much because give me 30 seconds, 30 seconds, Mike, my right hand and I could basically finish multiple times back to back to back. No problem. No, uh, yeah. but okay. All right. Let's say, let's just stipulate she could have one reliably. Of course, like other oh, women. It's the, 30, it's the 30 seconds that I, but okay, go on. Yeah. Of course, like other women, I'm sure I've Googled how to find G-spot, can't G-spot orgasm many a times with no real revelation or success. I think my biggest problem was that I was going about it too clinically. I would set up an evening, a mirror, not how I usually masturbate alone at all, and basically experiment and try to figure out what the fuck the G-spot is. And I would always come out slightly disappointed, but also affirmed that I can only orgasm via external clitoral stimulation. That, and also I've masturbated the same exact way and technique basically since I was a kid. So I felt like my body was too conditioned to orgasm one way to switch it up. Yeah, that's, she's got a form of white claw herself there. Yes. Well, recently I've decided to do a Google search again and read the G-spot is basically the extension of the clit. And even though I knew this anatomically, I just thought mine wasn't prominent or my body just wasn't built for penetrative orgasms. Anyway, I went about my day not thinking about it much, and then last night before bed, I decided to masturbate using my usual routine. Now, because I can finish myself so fast, it's not unusual for me to edge myself a few times before I finish and go to sleep, lol. Last night, I ended up edging myself probably five to six times. And you know when you're really horny slash really close to finishing, your clit gets erect? Well, I was like, it's pretty swollen at this stage. I wonder if that means I can find my G-spot since it's technically part of the clit. I decided to feel the inside. expecting what I usually felt, a very mild, pleasant feeling. And to my surprise, I felt the faded, spongy G-spot. One thing I immediately noticed, it's way closer to the entrance than I thought. It's probably different for every woman, but I'm a very small person, 4'10", so maybe I should have connected the dots that my G-spot might be in a shallower spot. Well, when I touched that part, it felt like I was touching my clit, but from really deep. It was honestly a little bit jarring to feel the new sensation, but I was excited about it. So I whipped out my seldom used rotating head dildo, (laughs) the craziest (laughs) orgasm of my life. I've always felt like the sex gurus on Google or whatever was was absolutely exaggerating when they say you can have a life-changing orgasm from penetration, but holy shit, they were not lying. I think I came so hard that I experienced post-nut clarity for the first time, LOL. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, uh, it is. I'm okay, almost done here. Uh, there's all, I mean, there's there's only two sentences left, so I may as well. Yeah, I'm 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 interested. Also, this is besides the point, but I've never felt any sort of post orgasm clarity or feel any different beside maybe tired and satisfied. And it was weird. I honestly felt a weird sense of doom and anxiety for like 20 minutes after the fact. Mm. But at the same time, being euphoric and super out of it. All in all, I'm glad I learned something new about my body, and I think I'll have an easier time achieving penetrative orgasms from now on, although the post-nut was too much for me to want to do it every day. Huh. Wow. There's a lot to analyze here. All right, Mike, go. Well, it makes you wonder if this was her first orgasm, mm-hmm. period. It makes you wonder that a little bit. Yes, it does. Um, because she, she because sounds, especially, yeah. especially given the context of her saying she could finish multiple times back to back to back with no problem. Uh, in, that, in 30 seconds. Yeah, right. That's 
right. that suggests that maybe there's, this was a fundamentally different experience she had than, mm-hmm. than in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think like this, first of all, I think that her anatomically, this thing about it being shallower, I don't think that's right. I think it typically is pretty shallow. Like it's not, yeah, it's not very far in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I think she's normal. I don't think yeah, you can get there with your fingers. Well, I mean, but it's very shallow. Like you only need one to one and a half knuckles or something to get in there. Yes. It's not, not, not very far in. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, it's, I just, I thought it was like a very, uh, accurate sounding, uh, description of what's really going on there that like Mm -hmm. women could profit from benefit from. Yeah. I hesitate to call anything this person wrote accurate just because the grammar is such an abortion, but I hear you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, but she, uh, yeah, but I like agree. In the, in, it is, it is descriptive in a way that's useful. Right. And I think that like in, uh, I think that this comports, it's a little surprising for a woman to find this confusing because, and I, I think you'll agree, maybe you won't, but I think you'll agree that, uh, many, many, many women, if you're giving them an orgasm through oral manual sex as a man, uh, will have a much better orgasm if when they get close to it, you start stroking this part of their body from with some one, two fingers. Right. I mean, it like amps it up. Like basically. Yeah. yeah. I I do find that like one in eight women don't like, uh, fingers in there when they're close to. How does that manifest it? Just like, get it out of me. Yeah. They'll say, no, thanks. Huh? Maybe that's because your technique's wrong or you didn't cut your nails. Maybe, although you would think it would be more than one in eight. Fair point. Yeah. I mean, maybe only um, one in eight are confident enough to bruise my ego. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's, it does. I mean, it's surprising that it would bother them. I think it would just do nothing for them. Sure. Maybe they don't want the distraction. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's, You know, like yeah, you don't want were. someone like rubbing your elbow while you're. Or maybe <laughs> they, were, they were faking. They were faking and it's. Uh, you just like found one of the uh, one of the ways that women behave when they fake orgasm. She's like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't but want. If they're doing faking, that why me. would they? Wouldn't they want to like pretend that they like what I'm doing? Probably, that's probably right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, I had something else interesting to say. Oh yeah, what I wanted to say was that the in in my experience, the fingers doesn't make them come faster; it makes them come more strongly. Typically. Yeah. So it's basically like you can, you can, uh, it's kind of funny actually as a guy, you can be like, oh, I'm only going to give you a level three orgasm today. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you always do that? I don't, I don't know. Sometimes you're just a dick. Right. You know? Yeah. This gets back to. Oh and yeah. And I wanted to say also that that's, it's a thing that, um, it's a type of stimulation that's somewhat harder for a woman. She had to whip out some kind of complicated dildo with moving parts. A rotating head dildo. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I guess I don't know what that is. I can imagine what it is. I'll I've seen one before now. that had like these beads in it or something that yes. rotates that are intended yeah. for that spot. Yeah. Okay. Um, Apparently I need to add the last word there. But it's, yeah, it's going to be difficult for a, for, for a woman to sort of like get herself necessarily the, the right stimulation. And not, I mean, certainly doable. It's just not as easy. It's not as um, accessible right. as the clit. Uh, and so you can see how, and also I, the other notable thing here is very briefly is that it just shows you how few women insert anything during masturbation actually 
which is the truth. I mean, that's yeah, so going back to like, yeah, the rolling back the eyes. Like when a cam girl, now the one that I saw of a real orgasm this morning did have a bunch of things inserted, but it was very believable. So they have it. But most of the time, like they're just inserting stuff for the, the guys, you know, so guys can beat off and right. imagine. I mean, that's probably true. I just don't, I mean, this is N equals one. It's just an anecdote. Oh no, there's, a, there's definitely data on what percentage of women insert things during masturbation and it's low. The vast Why? women yeah. Do they can they not get the angle? Like, why don't they? It just doesn't add much. It doesn't add much. Yeah. I mean, look, they don't all have this rotating head thing and it's sort of complicated <laughs> to get that experience. They probably, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a fair point. They probably could amp it up. Um, but the much, the, the much more con, look, the, well, a know, man the, can amp it up and some sort of rotating head dildo can amp it up. You know, you would think mm-hmm. that a finger could at least in some non-zero way, finger or two or three amp it yeah, up for sure for sure but it's i mean yeah it's a little more difficult but maybe it's uncomfortable them. i mean if you have to sort of like hunch over and do this like you know digital gymnastics it might be right yeah look i mean uh i i don't know if you've noticed this before but um when you're watching whether it's cams or porn or something like that i i find it notable that some significant percentage of the time when women are trying to access their vagina they go through the back instead of the front if that makes sense like they, in other words like the the, 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 to a guy, like the natural way to get to your genitals is below your belly button, but to mm-hmm. a woman, it's not totally clear. Like they might go the other way, like oh. around their buttock. Yes. You know, and so right there you have somebody who like, it's like, oh, well that's going to be very inaccessible if that's your, your natural chosen path. Right. There. And that's because for them, like it's, they're sort of indifferent maybe between the two. Depends right. on anatomy. Yeah. I, I also find it generally, this is a mild segue, but it's time. I, I find it generally sort of confusing that more women don't report experiments like this one ran. Like we, we've interrogated Ali about this. Like Ali was talking about the position that she masturbates in. I think she said she's like on her back. Is that right? Do you remember? Yeah, I don't. I don't like the description she gives. It's too. It's, it. It doesn't turn me on. It bothers me. But yeah, she basically likes to put one a finger on one side of her clit and kind of rub. And I don't yeah, know, but then we asked her. Me. We asked her if she tried like some other stuff, and she was like, "No, I've never even tried it." And it surprised me that she wasn't like inter- intellectually interested. Like I've tried everything. It's you know, and then I, have, I haven't tried pegging. Uh, I haven't. Supposedly. Yeah. Although so, presumably you haven't sat on various things. Yeah, I guess that's all true. Maybe I'm being a hypocrite here. But I have tried masturbating with various lotions and creams and food products. And What food products? Like I don't melon? know. I tried peanut butter. It doesn't work well. Wait, what? This was like when I was a, you know early teens, man. What did like, you do you with give the up peanut on butter? This stuff. You just think it's like an interesting idea. Like, oh, like if I stick my dick in this, it might have like interesting. In it? Yeah. So you took like a jar of peanut butter and fucked it. <laughs> yes. Did you, what happened to the peanut butter after? Don't. I don't know. This is actually, I need to know this. I need to know this. Is this a I thing that teenagers- I, 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 Look, I don't remember, Mike. I, I got to be honest. I don't remember. I'm sure I tossed it. Like I've always been like pretty repulsed by my, by my semen. I, I can't imagine being Wait, did like- you finish in the peanut butter? No, I don't think so. That's another thing. But like, even if you don't finish, like it still has had- penile contact I mean, have you tried like a, a can of sardines or like a no a, like a molasses <laughs> can of sardines what was that reddit syrup? was it was it a watermelon well that makes more sense yeah you don't cut you remember that the... like famous reddit post about the guy his like technique yeah. for like 
was it was it a watermelon i can't remember what it was antelope something like that yeah yeah that one that one i've done and then everyone on reddit everyone on reddit for like a month was trying it you know well i tried it along before that and it was not compelling to me I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna remind myself about this and then i'll report back for our next yeah, okay. let, me, let me take a note here uh fucking a watermelon <laughs> there we go <laughs> um, so yeah i mean and then i tried i tried jelly peanut butter is too thick you don't get enough uh it, it, it doesn't it doesn't you, give you enough to jelly so then i tried jelly and jam and it's it's too thin I mean, vaginas are really. You what were you trying to do? Oh, you were trying to simulate a vagina. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You were looking for that. Didn't occur to me. Why not? Can Can you think of anything else that would be like the right viscosity? Oh, sure. I mean, like um, like a ham sandwich, <laughs> something with meat in it. Like, and then maybe some mayo. Some, like a ham sandwich with some mayo seems right. I, I could provide the or mayo like a hot myself. dog bun. A hot dog bun with salami. Right. No, that's what would give. You need the right roast beef. You need the right. The the temperature matters too. Like you don't want to be you can warm like, it up. I know. I I try. I tried that. Um, Vaseline's not bad. Vaseline's close to the right amount of visco- like viscosity, but it's this not never. Yeah, it's not quite I enough. Never did this. Yeah, uh, I would try various like strategies to like make it so I could thrust in and out of something, but not this. This like. Uh, kind of textural obsession the entire have. produce department i just didn't have that i didn't uh, go for a certain texture like that. i'm not sure why like I, I i was okay with my hands i would just try to like figure out a different um way to interact with them right right all right uh <laughs> i think this is like a great place to stop so uh, yes. that'll do it for episode 108 of your mileage may vary you can reach us at ymmvpod on twitter or at ymmvpod at gmail.com uh, we respond to everything we get so if you want to interact with us in person as long as it's not nonsensical we get some yeah that's true yeah. that's true again we occasionally don't respond to dick pics but even those we normally do that's not yeah. an invitation uh that's also uh the place to leave us feedback we famously pay ten dollars for any feedback received so again that's at ymmvpod on twitter or at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Je me veux